When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Good afternoon. Welcome to Talk 1370's Ask the Experts, the show all about your health, your life, your home, and so much more with our rotating cast of experts. Don't forget, you can catch up with past episodes anytime at talk1370.com slash experts. Also on the free Odyssey app. Find that in your phone's app store. Search for Talk 1370. Ask the Experts is right there. And those podcasts are ready for you anytime, anywhere. Today on the show, we're going to talk about buying and selling businesses with Josh Carnes, President and Senior M&A Advisor at Lion Business Brokers. Josh, welcome to Ask the Experts. Hey, thank Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Let's get right into it. Of course, lionbusinessbrokers.com is the website. A lot of good resources up there. And if you've got a question that pops into your mind while you're listening to our conversation today, log on to that website, lionbusinessbrokers.com slash radio. Fill out the form there. We might be able to ask that question, get that question answered for you here on a future episode of Ask the Experts. You can also give Josh and his team a call, 800-525-3542. That phone number, 800 800- 525-3542. Josh, one of the things we're going to do every month is have a featured listing, a business that you guys are are brokering, trying to find a buyer for. Let's talk about this month's featured listing. Yeah, absolutely. And we're excited uh, for this month's featured listing because it is local here in Austin. Um, and it is uh, listing number 31169. It is a thriving nail studio that uh, really produces art on nails. This thing has about a six-month wait list. This is a well-established clientele. It is extremely, extremely profitable. And so um, this one is actually listed with Van Moody out of Austin. Uh, feel free to reach out to Van directly, but this is a great local business for anybody looking to hop into that industry. And again, you can find Van's contact details, Josh and the rest of the team, lionbusinessbrokers.com, 800-525-3542. Josh, obviously that's our featured listing. What else is hot right now in terms of businesses that you've got in your portfolio that, uh, or maybe even just some industries, just some general activity that you're seeing? Yeah, absolutely. So it's it's been an interesting year and a couple of years post-COVID. Uh, the reality is everything that is, is hot right now. Anything that's been making money uh, during COVID or post-COVID is super hot. But a couple of industries that are really just picking up and bringing those high multiples is uh, manufacturing still remains hot I- into this year. Um, and fairly interesting. So we just opened up an office up north in Oklahoma. 
and cannabis uh, up there is actually representing over 50% of active listings just north of us. And, you know, with, with the rumors of legislation changing and stuff like that, that's starting to, to slowly drip down this way. Very, so. very interesting there, especially north of the border. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're just a few days away from third quarter getting started. At Q3 starting to ramp up. How does the rest of the uh, of 2022 look right now? So, uh, again, with everything, it's looking hot. Uh, and according to the uh, International Business Broker Association, IBBA, which which all of our guys are members of, they've recently published their National Market Pulse Survey, which you can grab on our website. And according to them, they're calling it an intense M&A pace, and they're saying it's going to continue throughout 2022. And and we agree. Um, this, this pace is absolutely uh, intense. We are seeing businesses go for premiums that uh, we haven't seen in the last decade. So it's very interesting time. If you're looking to sell, um, it's it's a great time to start that conversation. And that survey you've got, uh, if our listeners want to read any of that detail, that can be found on your website. That website is lionbusinessbrokers.com, L-I-O-N businessbrokers.com. Josh, let's kind of get into the meat of what we're going to talk about today. And the basics are buying and selling a business. For business owners that are thinking of selling their business, maybe they're asking what's an exit strategy and do they need one? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's always a great place to start. So an exit strategy can be something as as simple as answering the question, how are you as a business owner going to exit? Or or how am I, what am I going to do? Am I going to retire? Am I going to leave it to some children? Is, is my brother going to take it over, right? Or uh, where we really come into play is, is are you going to sell that business? And so uh, what we like to do is is start the conversation as early as possible with saying, all right, how are you going to exit? Because everyone's going to exit at some point. You spent 20, 30 years building this business up. So what is that exit strategy going to be? And, you, you know, it can be something as complex as bringing in uh, some early strategic advisors and, and strategizing to ensure that you get the maximum value. But it can also just be something uh, as simple as, sitting down with a, a an M&A advisor and saying, all right, who who might buy my business someday? And and what would they pay for it? And how much do I actually want to get for it? And so we encourage people, it doesn't matter if you're looking to sell your business now or 10 years from now, start the conversation, start talking to an M&A advisor and really start, you know, being strategic around that exit strategy. And really, yeah, we've mentioned before, you put so much time and effort. If you are running your own business, owning your own business, you've put so much time, sweat, tears, blood, all of the above into building that business. You want to make sure that if you are ready to maybe take that step back, hand it off to whether it's your own family or the next generation of whoever's going to take over that business in a in a sale situation, you want to make sure that you're prepared, that you're, even if you're not ready to do that today, you want to make sure that you're prepared and that you've got that structure in place. So Josh, what is involved in a good, just kind of baseline exit strategy? Yeah, absolutely. And so I, I think as a business owner, you should probably try to sit down and, and answer you know, a few of the following questions, like when do I want to sell or when do I want to exit? Um, At what price? This is probably the biggest thing. At what price do I actually want to get if I want to sell? And, and who is that ideal buyer? Like who, you know, who would actually want to buy my business? And it's, it's really, really important to, as a business owner to sit down and answer those questions because that can be what helps you strategically position your business for the future. Right. And, and so, a big thing in doing that is kind of determining the value of your business, right? Where do I sit today? So, um, you know, a great example is that 
we, we set with a client uh, earlier this week and they had a price that they wanted to sell at. We were, we were about halfway there. And so we were able to tell them, all right, here are the things that you need to do to strategically put yourself in a position to sell where you want to sell. And a lot of it has to do with cash flow numbers or sales numbers and revenues. And so we're able to say, hey, if you hit the market today, here's where you'd go. If you want to sell for X, these are the things that you need to do to get your business there. And so it's a great thing. They went back to their board and said, all right, here's what we need to do to get where we want to be. And, and I guess it's a lot of cases, too, where, again, whether you're ready to pull that trigger and sell now or this is something that you're maybe preparing for, you know, 5, 10, 15 years down the road, it, it's kind of a good almost like a, I, I think of it in my head, almost like getting a tune up on a car where you might be able to identify some maybe some red flags, some problems within Absolutely. the business structure, how operations are going that you might be able to fix that would help increase the potential value in a potential sale. Yeah, absolutely. And, you, you know, one of uh, one of my personal best clients uh, that we had um, uh, come on, uh, you know, I, I joke and say that I hold the record for the fastest transaction in the office. We, we from start to finish, we close them in four months. The reality is I worked with that client for about 18 months prior to them even taking the steps to sell. And we would do these little quarterly check-ins where we'd say, all right, if we hit the market today, here's where we're going to be at. What do you have going on? Okay, let's hold off. And and so it is important to find an advisor that is not all about selling your business today and, and just out there trying to make a quick luck. Find an advisor, whether it's us or someone else, who's willing to take the time to work with you to get you where you need to be. Josh, we're talking about preparing a business to bring it to market and the steps involved there. What is that preparation look like? Is it, I guess it's a lot like we, we kind of compare business brokers and realtors mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. They're kind of the same thing. Is it a lot like getting a house ready to sell on the market? You, you know, uh, in some ways it is. There's a lot of correlation between business brokering and real estate. And, uh, you, you know, it's pretty funny. I, I'm all, always telling clients that, uh, you, you know, business brokering is a lot like real estate, only completely different. <laughs> Just like you would prepare a house, you clean it up, you get everything in order, you allow for those walkthroughs. We do walkthroughs with businesses as well, but you also want to take that down to a financial level. You need to get your financials in order. Um, you, you know, make sure that your processors, your processes and procedures are well documented. Everything is optimized so that a new owner can walk in and visualize how they're going to make your business better. Right. Um, and and yes, just like real estate, you want to wipe the dust off the shelves, clean up. Potential owners are going to walk through your business at some point. It's pretty late in the stage when that happens, but it's going to happen and first impressions matter. And I know we'll dive into this a little bit later in our conversation, but just while we're on the topic of someone walking through and, and seeing behind the curtain, if you will, mm -hmm. there is a lot of, as you mentioned, it happens usually late in the process. There are some protections there. So it's not like if, if, you're, if you're that serious in the process, you're that far down the line, there are some protections to the point that you're not necessarily – uh, giving away confidential or proprietary information without any protections to uh, protect yourself or to stop somebody from just seeing how you operate your business and then them being able to just go and duplicate it themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So confidentiality is huge. Um, you know, probably the biggest difference between our, there's multiple, but one of the larger differences between business brokering and real estate is you're never going to see a sign in your yard that says for sale, right? Uh, there's never a sign in the window. Uh, generally speaking, your clients, your competitors, your employees, they're not going to find out the business was for sale until it was actually sold. And so we, uh, we and most business brokers have a very, very strict 
process of qualifying potential buyers. Uh, for us, every potential buyer that comes into uh, our office or requests information about a business signs a non-disclosure agreement. And so those NDAs with our company are only good for a year. And so every year, those buyers, if they want to stay in our pipeline and have a look at the businesses that we have, they're signing those NDAs on a yearly basis. Our M&A advisors go a step further. We actually qualify our buyers. We make sure that um, they've got industry experience, that they've got the cash to close, right? And, and so we do a little bit of a dive into our buyers prior to them even finding out the name of the business or seeing detailed financials. So yeah, absolutely. If we get to the stage where we're actually walking a buyer through your business, they've actually already made an offer. You've accepted that offer and, and we're really, really far into the process. This is going to be the person who's most likely buying your business. Time for a break here on Ask the Experts. Our guest, Josh Carnes, president and senior M&A advisor with Lion Business Brokers. If you've got a question for Josh about buying or selling a business, maybe you're ready to take that step. 800-525-3542, 800-525-3542, on the web at lionbusinessbrokers.com, lionbusinessbrokers.com. We're back with more right after this on Ask the Experts. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Back on Talk 1370's Ask the Experts, the show all about your health, your life, your home, and so much more with our rotating cast of experts. Today, we're talking business with Josh Carnes, president and senior M&A advisor at Lion Business Brokers. Whether you've got a business, maybe you're looking to buy, maybe you're looking to sell. You've had a business, you've built it, put your sweat, tears, and equity into it, and now you're looking to take that step, that next step in your life and maybe hand that business off. Josh and his team ready to help you make sure you maximize the value of your business and get every penny you can for it. LionBusinessBrokers.com, 800-525-3542, 800-525-3542, LionBusinessBrokers.com. Josh, when is the best time to sell my business? If I've put all this time and effort and sweat and tears into it, when's the best time to take that step back and cash out as it were yeah absolutely I, I think if you're asking yourself that question now's the, that's the time to start the process right um the biggest thing to to keep in mind is buyers want an upside and and so they want to buy businesses that are trending up that they feel they can make more money off of right and, and so the reality is if you're thinking about selling it's the time to start the conversation um and Honestly, you know, depending on where you are, if you're a baby boomer, if you're exiting, if you've already been doing this for 20, 30 years, uh, you, you know, you've survived so much already. The, the crashes of the 90s, the COVID, all of that. And there are countless stories, unfortunately, of um, businesses that we were working with pre-COVID that were saying, OK, next quarter, we're going to do this. And, you know, many of those businesses, retail, uh, restaurants, things like that, they just don't even exist anymore. And so 
in, in today's, you know, post-COVID economy, we, we tell businesses, look, if you're really thinking about it and the number makes sense and, you, you know, the numbers are there, that's the time to do it. So. And and that's really been, it. it, it you bring up the pandemic and that's kind of an interesting mm-hmm. topic. How have things changed you know, as, as we talk to different industries and different uh, verticals here on Ask the Experts, and, and you've got such an interesting perspective because you get to see all these different verticals dealing with different industries and that pre-pandemic, during the pandemic, and now as we're getting out of the pandemic, mm-hmm. how have you seen here in Central Texas and, and I guess in North Texas too, since you guys have some exposure up there, what is the, how are things bouncing back? And and how bad was the impact on business generally? We we all have an idea. Yeah. We 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 know it was bad on business. But in terms of the clients that you've been dealing with, how bad was the impact of the pandemic, and how are things starting to rebound? You you know it's definitely interesting because we are absolutely seeing a shift uh, in, in the industry. And pre COVID, it was a quasi buyer's market. Uh, buyers who had cash would walk in. They would make lowball offers, and we would negotiate. And, and it was a common um, kind of running joke in our offices. We list high and negotiate. And, and that's what we did. And that's still our, our philosophy today is list high and negotiate. But um, what was really interesting is, is I would say within a month of, of COVID hitting, buyer inquiries increased probably threefold. Buyers came really? out the woodwork. And – they're still here. I, I would say on a weekly basis, myself and every advisor on our team gets two to three emails of buyers saying, we are liquid to two to three to five to 15 million. What do you have? And so the shift post-COVID is it has actually turned into a seller's market. What's unique about this is unlike real estate, this is probably the first seller's market in the last 20 to 30 years. Um, and I, we have some advisors on our team who have been doing this for 20 and 30 years. Van, who I mentioned earlier, has been doing this for over, over 20 years. And in their experience, they've never actually seen a seller's market. And when I say it's a seller's market, our, our strategy, and, and we make no qualms about it, our buyers know it, everybody knows it, is to list high and negotiate. Uh, in the last 12 months, we have had three full price offers, which is unheard of in this industry. Um, and 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 so that's probably one of the biggest changes. It is actually a hot seller's market right now. If you have a business and it's making money and you're thinking about exiting, I would say in this next 12 to 24 months, you are going to get a premium for it. Um, one of the biggest shifts that we saw is while a bunch of businesses were hit really, really hard, restaurants, uh, retail establishments, you, you know, we we had a retail establishment that was probably a three to $5 million business pre-COVID. Uh, that ended up getting parceled and sold off for for way, way less than that because they were in malls and, mm. and required on that foot traffic. Now, not every industry was hit like that. Service-based industries, HVAC, plumbing, consulting, electrical, those businesses skyrocketed through the pandemic. Uh, pools, <laughs> right? Uh, pool installation companies, all of those businesses are putting up record numbers and continue to do so. And so what we've actually seen out of that, so take uh, uh, electrical companies, uh, for example. We actually have one closing in North Dallas right now. Uh, Pre-COVID, an electrical company probably would have sold for three and a half to four times their cash flows. Um, The one that we're closing on right now is selling for about five and a half times its cash flows. 
And and so we're seeing that across all of those in your industries, manufacturing, distribution, anything that stayed open and was making money during COVID, those businesses are absolutely going for a premium and they're not sitting on the market long. We're talking less than a year where in an in industry where 12 to 18 months is, is not an uncommon thing. You mentioned right there the, the, the time frame that it takes. How long does it typically take? You said 12 to 18 months is kind of the common. What else from start to finish? If somebody picks up the phone and calls 800-525-3542, they've got a business they're looking to sell. What is kind of that average time frame from start to finish, uh, start as far as the preparation to mm-hmm. finish, money funded in my account, here's the keys I'm walking away? Generally speaking, what we're telling clients right now is expect about a 9 to 12-month time frame. Um, we're seeing that because we don't know how long this peak is going to last, but right now we're seeing a, a little increase in that where most businesses that are cash flowing north of about 250000 a year, so we're talking cash to an owner, uh, anything north of that, uh, it's got a little premium on it. It's got a run on it. We're seeing some buying uh, multiple bidding type things, and, and those deals are closing in about n- uh, six to nine months. It is absolutely a seller's market right now. You know, depending on the business and what's going on, you can ex- still expect about a six to nine month. And the reason for that is just the process, right? To properly present your business to buyers, it takes us about 30 to 45 days to just get marketing together. And then you go on market and you said, you know, unlike the real estate market where you can just hold, hold an open house and have 40 people walk through and say, all right, make bids and, and you're out in a week. In the business broker market, we have to do it confidentially. So we have marketing channels and we have things like that. We have to do some direct mail campaigns and we have to strategically put your business in front of people who we think might actually buy it and that process takes a few months before they come in, and then there's offers, due diligence, all of that. So it's still a lengthy process, but in terms of what is normal 12 to 18 months, we're now seeing that absolutely cut down, and a six- to nine-month time frame is not unrealistic. Confidentiality, it, it, it's so important here. The, the last thing, I think, running a business that I would want my customers to know or even my employees to maybe know is that I'm thinking of hanging it up. I'm thinking of selling it because then that gives them uncertainty for lack of a better phrase. Talk about the process as far as how it truly keeps that from getting in front of the employees or getting in front of potential customers really until the end. Talk about some of the steps there that are taken to ensure confidentiality and privacy through this process. Yeah, absolutely. So first and foremost, uh, you, you know, we want to make clear, you're never going to see a sale, for sale sign in the window, right? Um, if, if you do, that's generally a distressed listing, a business that's having trouble, and it's, it's a fire sale, and, and that's not kind of uh, what we like to do, right? So, um, you, you know, most transactions really do take place with minimal employer client uh, involvement, generally no client involvement. But Probably the only time that that uh, employees might have to get involved if you've got that key employee. So uh, electrical and HVAC, there are key strategic employees that have licensing. And so if the owner or the new buyer doesn't have that licensing, you might have to bring in one of those senior people close to close to just negotiate and make sure that they're going to stay on. Um, but the reality is most transactions, if we've done our job right, uh, clients and employees don't know that the business was even for sale until the new owners walk in and introduce themselves. Um, and it's it's also one of the things, it's one of the reasons why it takes so long. So so like we hit on earlier, you, you know, uh, we can't just list, hey, company name XYZ is for sale. We have to do it strategically. We have to put some thought behind it. 
and so we're we're lucky that we have a great marketing team on staff that that knows how to present that, knows how to market financials, knows how to put highlights about the industry and about the business and about what's going on without actually revealing that company name. Josh, we're down to just our last couple of minutes here. And and real quick, if anyone listening has a business they're looking to sell, if if our conversation has piqued their interest today, what is the one single most important thing they should be doing if they're leaning towards considering selling their business? Get your financials in order. <laughs> uh, cannot stress this enough. Clean up your books. Um, that is the first thing that any potential buyer is going to look into is uh, uh, once they sign a non-disclosure and they say, yes, I'm interested in this business, they start diving into financials. And I, look, we've worked with everything from appointment calendars on, you know, three foot by five foot appointment calendars on desks all the way up to businesses that have CPAs and, and financial advisors. But the, the, the reality is it doesn't matter how big or how small your business is. The first thing a potential buyer is going to say is show me the financials. So start working on your last three to five years financials. Make sure that they're clean, ready to go, and in a presentable manner for any buyer to take a look at. Show me the money, as they yep. say. Josh Carnes, president and senior M&A advisor with Lion Business Brokers, 800-525-3542, 800-525-3542, lionbusinessbrokers.com, the website. A lot of good resources up there. If you've got a question, if our conversation has piqued your interest today, whether you're looking to buy a business or you've got a business you're maybe looking to step back from and sell and take that next step in your life, Josh and his team ready to help you lionbusinessbrokers.com. Josh, that's our time today. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll have you back next month. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us in. And we'll have more for you next time right here on Talk 1370's Ask the Experts. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024.